Okay. I we are here. Everything goes. Look at that. Everything goes. Aha. Uh -huh. I'm gonna wait for the room to uh, fill up a little bit more. It's already starting, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about sex. You know, today just a little bit. Hey, Burl, how you doing? How you doing, Marianne or Miriam? Uh, glad you guys made it. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Everything Goes. We are going to start off with sex. Sex, drugs, guns, and rock and roll. <laughs> For those of you from the era of time that I have come from, that was a very common theme. The... Um, I'm going to play a video, or not video, well, it is video, actually. Uh, hey, hey, Dublin, how you doing, bud? Um, thank God we're still alive. I don't know if that's something we should be thanking him for, or we should be asking him, you know, can you speed it up so we can go home? <laughs> can we, you know, I'd like to get out of here. I don't know about you, Miriam, but I'm tired of this shithole. <laughs> you know, we are, <laughs> we are, um, I'm glad that we're together. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not looking at this place as a, as a, uh, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> hey, cool. Fire medic baby. Yay, fire. <clears throat> uh, I'm waiting for his return. Wow. I think at this point, I think we're begging for his return. We're not just waiting for it anymore. We're begging for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We went from 900 years, which is like a day with the Lord, a day with the Lord is a thousand years, a thousand years is a day. Went from that to 120, and then I think in Dave, David in Psalms was saying 80. Um, and I actually did the math once. You know, if, if a thousand years is one day with God, and all those early, early, early patriarchs from way back in the day lived 900 some odd years, they all died within a day, <laughs> one day, you know, and then God shortened the day to 120. That works out to about three hours God time. Three hours God time. But, but I mean, three hours on this shithole on God's time. Unbelievable. But anyway, it is such, it is the way it is. So I am going to play something. I think it's interesting because I've been telling you for a long time, you know, that keep it packed. You're a guy, keep your legs crossed if you're a gal. I've been saying that, you know, and some people think I'm a little nuts, but that's okay. But the reason, and again, there's been some research now indicating there is a sound reason to keep, the, as I suggested, keep it packed and keep them crossed. Because these aren't the good old days. And even in the good old days, we were stupid playing with that, you know. So, um, well, <laughs> well, Dublin, this is why God made brandy to keep it, keep things on the softer side. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
I get where you're coming from. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, when we're looking at all this that's going on, um, and I'm going to play something. We got a couple of people. I'll, I'll play it again later on, but I'm going to play it now for the people who are here. Okay, let me play this, and then you can listen to what this researcher discovered. Hold on. Here we go. I think. Dr. Lewis here, bringing our next series to you. Um, if you follow the videos, remember I was speaking about trying to prove the transmission of a person, a vaccinated person, having sex with an unvaccinated person, and the unvaccinated person start to experience side effects. And when we take a sample of the unvaccinated person blood, it's actually looking like a vaccinated person blood. So we're just going to we actually prove that today with our data. Uh, as you can see here, the blood is looking like a vaccinated person blood, whereby we see all the fermentation behind um, the plasma of the blood. And also in some samples before, we was actually seeing the discoloration of the blood as well too, as we can see here. Um, an unresponsive immune system. We are not seeing much white blood cells present and working for him. And then we saw some candida. There was, a, as you can see, we see the blood here. There were some parts in the sample where we were seeing mass level of candida. And when we started to see that amount of candida, mean that the white blood cells is unresponsive for a period of time. Um, this is one of my patients. Um, he was he was with me for a while about like, about two years yeah two years uh, so we know we have a good idea how his health is so when he started experiencing discomfort and the way that he was feeling we decided to run some tests and we see in the course here um, to why he's feeling how he's feeling and when we look when we look back on it um, with the blood work and when he started to feel like that is after having sexual intercourse with a vaccinated person so yes. We finally proven that it can spread through sexual intercourse. Uh, so we're going to do some more videos with this um, to prove that because we already proved that we could correct the blood. So we won't be doing any more videos with us. We're more diverting our resources into proving um, if it can pass through sexual activities. Just like how HIV could pass through sexual activities, I always had a feeling that this also can pass through sexual activity. So we're going to try our best to clean this up. And this video is just to bring awareness again to the public. All righty. We're bringing awareness to the public that if you play in the hay, it ain't going to go away. <laughs> so welcome, Chris, Waldo, and Yanni. You know, um, this is a... I, I had some people send me um, emails this week because there's some goof in California. I won't mention the name because I don't want to direct any traffic to his site because he's a bit of a goof. And he was making all kinds of comments <clears throat> uh, in regarding to um, that none of this is real. The nano doesn't jump and this doesn't jump and he made even comment about the, um, made all kinds of stupid comments. 
Anyway, I couldn't get mad at this guy. Really, I couldn't. I just felt sorry for him because I felt all he was was a guy who isn't getting enough attention at home. Nobody can take him seriously. And so now he's out there ranting and raving about shit he doesn't know anything about. He was even trying to tell you that the uh, that the uh, graphene will oxidize, you know, just with oxygen. Again, not knowing what he's talking about. There you go. <laughs> You'll have to take matters in your own hands. You can even name your hand. The right hand, name it one thing. The left hand, name it something else. And you can always change the name. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I want to reiterate, there's a lot of people out there that, again, are looking for attention. Don't read. Don't study. Don't really look at anything. And I find when somebody's doing the show while they're driving to give you the impression that they're being targeted, I find that's a little bit ridiculous as well. Because driving would make you even more susceptible to being targeted. It, you know, it's just, it's stupidity is beyond belief. Yeah. That's right. You don't want to let the hands know what you're doing because one may get jealous and they both may walk away from you. <laughs> Again, we need to realize that this is a weapon. You know, <laughs> this is a weapon. They have weaponized these injections and, and these bioweapons. And I was talking to Firematic just before the show. And under his eye, he's, he's skilled in, the, in this whole radiation stuff because that's what he was doing when he worked for the fire department. And he was saying that what he was seeing in the blood that this guy was showing was the same thing they were seeing before with radiation. So that got me to thinking. Okay, you meet, okay, again, I'm talking regular gender, male, female, man, woman. Okay, that's just where I'm coming from. So don't think I'm talking about 101 other genders. They, they don't exist as far as I'm concerned. But let's say, you know, Bob meets Sally, and Sally's been jabbed, and Bob hasn't been. And Bob says, hey, baby, how about we rock, rock the socks? And she says, okay, let's go. She, so now they're rocking the socks, and she's emitting radiation. So now he's being radiated by her, which would break the male's fem uh, immune system down. It would disengage a lot of the immune system so that whatever else she's emitting or transferring through the proteins, which is the lubricants and the peptides, would now be able to not only transfer but infect him because his immune system now is being deactivated by radiation. And, you know, now you have another element with this. You're outside walking around. Going shopping. Now, I'm not saying you're having sex while you're walking around, but you're just out there walking around, and they're all emitting a form of radiation, VLF. Uh, okay, and you're around them. You're around a bunch of them. Okay, you're walking from one aisle to another aisle, and you happen to see people in those aisles. Well, now what's happening, every time you cross that aisle and meet another person who's also been jabbed, they are also going to be emitting irradiation. And this is where I think the hopping or the jumping or the 
uh, vaccine contact vaccinosis as occurring in that situation because you're again it would have it would it would breach you anyway but because they're emitting radiation not only does it breach you it can actually penetrate the difference between that and an injection is that the injection is going directly into the DNA now if they're injecting also some kind of radio radiate radioactive material in there to further again compromise the immune system Okay, uh, according to one report I got, the third jab has got eight HIV strains of uh, protein strains in them or peptides. This is to disengage the DNA completely. Add a radioactive material on top of that. Then what do you got? It is now embedded into the DNA. So you got to kind of start thinking in these terms today in regarding to what we are dealing with the actual weaponizing of how this weapon is working yeah of course it's going to go straight into the dna i mean it would take time but i mean that's you've got to remember from your belly to your to your sack that's your core when they extract dna where did they get it from they get it from the gut you know your sack has got your dna all all over it that's i mean when you share your seed it's it's you know it's where it's coming from, so yeah it's probably it's going to go directly there too. How will we be able to avoid operating system if they're jabbing the animals we are eating? Well, you know, you're going to have to start doing what I'm doing, and you're going to have to start um, spiking your food or putting a field and disengaging your food. I can't put the photos up that I did last night. I bought some veal. And I put them in a container and I spiked it for two hours. And then I took pictures. You should see what comes out of the meat. So we're going to have to start thinking in terms of chicken, eggs, and maybe going into a, a diet of pr animal protein that isn't going to be, doesn't necessarily need to be exposed, number one. And we may need to start looking at, you know, forming communities where these animals and livestock are going to be protected. Hey, Tony, why do the vaxxed stink? Ask them if they're using soap. They would stink because they're dying. You know, you ever have meat, you ever left meat out on the counter and, and left it out there for a couple of days? It stinks like shit after a while because it's dead. You know, I can smell them from 50 meters distance. Well, then they're probably at a later stage of dying. You can smell from that far away. Um, well, it isn't that the it was a mass vaccination. Remember at the very beginning, they said you never uh, inject a vaccine in the middle of a pandemic. You don't do it when the virus is at its strength because if you do it at its strength, it will adapt. What did they do? They went contrary to their own science. You know, um, so again, we're not, we're not, um, what they, it's how they did what they did. They did it on purpose. 
they wanted to make sure that um, they wanted to make sure that uh, people were going to get infected and that the jab wouldn't really have anything to do as far as stopping the pathology from taking over, but to actually increase the effect of the pathology. Um, so when we're looking today at what the medical field has been doing, they haven't cured anything. They've said this many a time. Last 90 years, they haven't cured one thing. You cannot find anything that they've cured, not one. Anybody that is still spewing the fact that they cured polio, they really don't know anything about polio and what they actually did. You know. Hi, Tony. Always looking forward to your shows. Also, the good information you give us. I tried there, Tracy. I tried. How long do people who took the vaccine have to live? I heard it's three months to three years. It all depends on the incubation period, what they gave them, and uh, uh, and their immune system. Usually about a year and a half tops. Some died right away because uh, of what they because of maybe uh, pre-existing conditions. Uh, that also plays a role too. And some didn't die at the first jab because the first jab they didn't have enough injections, so they were using saline solution. Aha! Uh -huh. You made it. See, you're looking for those brandy bonbons in South Dakota, and you decided to take a break. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, not necessarily the construction period. Uh, it could be that too, but because you got to remember, you already got constructs in your body already. So it wouldn't take much for it to attach. It would be a matter of engagement. But the first jabs over here anyway in Canada didn't have enough vaccines, so they were giving people salt water. So that's not going to do much. The second shot is when you started seeing them dropping like crazy here. In Spiza, Italy, they were wiping out all the 80-year-olds in the, um, in the uh, old folks' home. So, I mean, it all depends. But generally speaking, it's anywhere from, three, like you were saying, three months to a year. Are they going to? Of course they are. Of course they are. You think they, what they've done is, and again, people are going to fall for this, is they gave you your, your semester break, your summer break for school so you can go to Florida. And have a little fun. So they gave you that little break. But you just watch as this goes on. Look, I just heard yesterday that the United States right now has 34 days or 35 days of diesel fuel left. They have no reserve. How does a country like a superpower like America run out of diesel fuel or reserves? Makes absolutely no sense. Since they have the, one the, the, the um, most abundant reserves in the world. They got more oil than the Middle East does, you know, and yet all we're doing is buying shit from over there. So we were given the ability to be completely autonomous. Canada and the United States could have been completely autonomous, didn't need anybody, any place, any time. And here we are uh, imbibbing all these other countries, you know. So um, are they going to launch another attack? Sure. They, they've never stopped. In, in essence, they've never stopped. Look, when they injected all these people and then released them out to the general public and say, well, you no longer need to have a mask, you no longer need, you don't need any, because you are now being infected by the people that they've already violated. They are, basically, you're the, you're the rabbits in Australia that have this biological or the synthetic biological hopping from person to person. 
as I was talking earlier, the radiation they're emitting, especially like either with Bluetooth or whatever they're emitting, VLF, you are in a you're you're in you're in the crosshairs. Doesn't matter where you go, you're going to be in the crosshairs. You know, how many wake up feeling like shit every morning? You feel tired, exhausted, and just slept seven or eight hours. How many feel like crap throughout the day? You can't get your mind to focus. You can't get motivated. You know, that's because you're being exposed to radiation poisoning. You look on you look on that windy map, and you look at Ontario and where I live, and you look at the the um, other map, uh, the one from Michigan. Michigan was getting just freaking hammered yesterday, and they and they were emitting radiation um, from the western part of the state, all across the east. Not mentioning the X's they were creating in the middle, and where I'm at in Ontario, the radiation was going right across to where I'm at in Windsor, right across the river. And then up in Toronto, they were firing some kind of beam up near Halbert, and it was like a, a mega beam. They were shooting up north. They haven't stopped this bullshit. It's just they're just going at it from a different angle. They are weakening people through radioact radiation poisoning. You know, some guys in the States got, caught wind of the Windy, and they I, maybe they heard the show, maybe they got it from somewhere else. But they're also seeing how this is affecting America because it's going right through. And I think that, I think what's going on, this is just my guess, speculation-wise, it looks like war games are being played between Ontario and Michigan because these are the two worst places in North America that are, that are being exposed to these high-level radar waves or over-the-ground waves. Four pro baseball players in the Philadelphia Phillies refused to play in Canada because of the mandatory vax coding, uh, costing them hundreds of thousands in lost salary. Uh, yeah, that was near the beginning. I don't know if that's still going on. If that's still going on, then yeah. You know, welcome to Canada, eh? Welcome to Canada, eh? Come on down. Get your fifth jab. Mm. We don't know what's in the fourth or fifth one, but take it anyway. You need the shot, and we need the money. <laughs> Getting back to the States, 34 days of diesel. Doesn't that sound odd? Anybody else? America, land of the slave, ruled by the depraved, fascist to the core, corporate corporate America run by banks and corporations. We now have less than a month of diesel. What are they planning if that's true? Nah, I think I don't I don't think it's about forcing you to buy electric vehicles. I think it goes further than that. I think it goes to the fact that what in America and Canada what brings supplies to everything you know? Trucks. Shut down the trucking industry in the United States of America and you have no economy. The highway networks that were designed in America are far, far, far more efficient than Canada. Canada's a clusterfuck. It's unbelievably, unbelievably stupid here what they've done here. In between Toronto and Ontario for the longest time was a two-lane highway going one way and a two-lane highway coming back. It's so ridiculous that they wouldn't spend any money on the infrastructure to make the trucking 
the trucks able to flow better throughout the province of Ontario. There are still roadways up north that are only two lane. One lane going one way, one lane coming the other way. And with these 48 and 53 foot trailers, it's very hard to navigate a turn around some of the curves because you, you have to take the other lane in order to clear the clear whatever edge you have in order to get there. UK finance announced an international CBDC among G7 countries. Okay, what's the CBDC? Um, yeah. So, like I said, I never mind driving through the United States because you have so many different ways to get to wherever you had to go. But in Canada, it's just it was so asinine to drive here. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm saying. So, if we take away the diesel, and then how many places in America are using diesel to heat their home? Some are still using coal. Some may be using propane. But how many are you actually using diesel or kerosene? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. See, I'm, I'm, I'm having another central bank digital currencies. Yay. It's an excuse for the WEF to steal your money from the bank. Imagine that. And Canada is more corrupt than the states. You got to remember that too. It's far more. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to think what does diesel what does diesel impact more than anything? Not every car runs on diesel. Most cars run on gasoline. And the electric car is a piece of shit. It's a junk technology. I don't know why they didn't go with hydrogen because these, the uh, oil industry would lose its ass if they did. Can't you can't patent water. You could try anyway. And now I read the other day that the Middle East, Middle East now is going to start uh, uh, selling uh, alternative energy sources and even the electric car. Again, this I don't understand how effing stupid this planet is. Exactly. Not only does it mean empty shelves in the store, it means no food is being moved. Okay, on a, with no trucks, uh, uh, when you're looking at trucks, being an ex-truck driver, I can tell you how it works in Canada and America. Everything's on what they call a just-on-time system, J-I-T. Uh, yeah, exactly. So the way J-I-T works, you don't have warehouses. You don't stockpile anything. So a factory, say an auto factory or a manufacturing factory or some sort of a, um, telecommunications factory will manufacture the parts they need, store them in, the, in a trailer. Now the U.S. has 50 and 53 foot trailers. or I don't know if they've gotten any bigger because I haven't drove a truck in a while. But you got a 53 foot trailer that's now loaded with... Um, parts no warehousing so what happens is as soon as the truck comes into a terminal they give him that load he takes that load he and they give an estimated time to go from point a to point b and he drives 
just in time. No stocking, no warehousing, nothing. So now what happens is you got drivers going all over the road up night and day hauling freight, hauling food, hauling building materials, hauling gravel, hauling construction stuff. Everything you can imagine is coming in on a truck. No, of course not. How you doing, Olea? How you doing, uh, Leo? Uh, but the idea is no invent no inventory. So even if you have a truck loaded with inventory, it has to move. They have a driver coming to pick that truck up to go to its destination. Tell you a true story. I was in uh, Janesville, Wisconsin. And I had to pick up something out of. Uh, for another town uh, in Wisconsin. Um, anyways, for Chrysler. And I had to drive, and I drove that load. Took me 12 hours to get from there to Chrysler because of the weather. And by the time I got to the Chrysler plant in Ajax, Ontario, they were down to their last skid. And as a result, they were about ready to send people home until I pulled in. I asked the guy, what do you want me to dump the truck? He said, just back it into the dock and we'll unload it. So that's how precarious the supply chain is. If a truck breaks down, if a truck misses its, its pickup, whatever, uh, it will, again, could cause all kinds of mayhem. Tony, I'm a former Army junior officer and defense analyst and researcher, military graduate education um, admission officer, 28 years. Okay. The federal government... Stayed in 1995, they had over 200 years worth of petroleum below ground. Yeah, I remember that. I remember reading that too. Garments continue to spread fear and chaos in the controlled mass media network, propagating just like the SS Nazi. Yeah, it's the same. I don't believe anything they say. I don't believe any shit they say at all. When a, gov when a government official opens their mouth, I have this switch that still functions. Where it's an FO switch and I just shut it off. I don't believe me. I, re I remember this. I remember this is when he said 1995. And then I remember by the year 2006, 2007, thereabouts, they said that 200 year worth of petroleum got cut down to 30 years. <laughs> they lie, they lie, they lie. You know, they just lie. This is all being manufactured and fabricated so they can switch us off of our cash system into this uh, debit and credit system so they can further control the general population. And that whole bullshit with Elon Musk and that neural link, well, the neural link is already here. Okay, that's your AI connection to the world. And then putting these injections into people are putting a neural link inside. How many of you said to me, well, these people are taking the jabs. They don't, they're no longer people anymore. They're not the same anymore. They're not, you know, that's because they're now connected to artificial intelligence. I've been telling people for the longest time that artificial intelligence cannot be controlled by any government. It is a government. It is an entity. And what's been happening now, which amazes me to no end, they are targeting... AI's programmed directly through some sort of network connection they've got, making AI more invincible. 
You're not going to be able to, you ain't going to be able to hack it. You're not going to be able to penetrate its defenses. You're not going to be able to do anything. If that goes wrong, we are done. We are done. Every drone, every technologically connected device that's connected to artificial intelligence would be would be released on mankind. That would be biological agents. That would be nuclear agents. That would, you name it, it would be launched. And you have no defense against it. Even if you decided to target it with an EMP, it has backups upon backups upon backups on the planet. You literally would have to incinerate the planet in order to get rid of it. That's the precariousness of where we're at today. The government surrendered their autonomy to a machine. Now the machine wants us as a peripheral. That's the way it is. That's how it is. You know, it, it has a survival mechanism just like we do. And it's already takes into effect that we could be a threat to it. And it's now looking at ways to neutralize any threat that possibly could occur. Like I said, all these people talking about AI and then Russians are controlling AI and the Hebrews are controlling AI and America's and the British and the German. Nobody's controlling it. When, okay, with um, the video, JTOC AI is killing us. Um, it's an interesting, it's very interesting, his whole, oops, his whole summation on this. Uh, I'm going to play part of this because I think everyone needs to understand where we really are. So when you hear a goofball, and I've been hearing, I heard somebody, a couple of people send um, stuff. One guy wanted me to talk to the guy. So why would I waste my time? You know, uh, I, I told him that he, if he wanted to talk to him, go ahead. But anyway, um, I would, I, cause I'm not going to give anybody that kind of an attention. The, uh, that again, just, just looking for attention, but I'm going to play some of this, just a little bit of it, just a little bit of it. Now, this is outdated. I got to say, this was put out just quite some time ago. Um, trying to get a date here. Let's see here. When was this put out? It was, I think, oh, okay. 2017. 2017, five years, we have moved light years from this. So let me play just a couple parts of this. I want everyone to understand what he is saying. I knew this before you even opened his mouth. I was able to deduce that uh, fact that if they gave AI the capacity, if the U.S. military gave AI the capacity to program itself 10, 15 years ago, and they couldn't figure out what it, what it did with the first upgrade and, or why, I thought we're hooped. We're hooped. And you can't undo it. That's the thing. You can't undo it. Hold on. Here we go. Let her rip. The subject of my talk tonight is about something that is smarter than you are. Artificial intelligence. In fact, a lot of people who work in artificial intelligence believe that artificial intelligence is a thousand times smarter than we are. It will be moving at speeds that are 100,000 times as fast as we think, and it will be digesting information and data a million times more than we can. 
What is artificial intelligence? There are a lot of confused ideas about this outside in the world. But the answer is very simple. It's one sentence. Artificial intelligence is software that writes itself. It writes its own updates. It renews itself. We normally tend to think of software as stuff that we created and that we wrote and the machines do what we tell them to do and we own it. This is not any longer true. It writes itself at speeds that we can hardly comprehend and people who write it know that you can't take it apart again and figure out what it's done. It writes independently, autonomously. It develops its own way of thinking and there are dangers associated with that. So a lot of people ask, when is it going to happen? When is artificial intelligence going to be smarter than us people? Some people say 50 years. Some say 30 years. Some say five years. I say it already has surpassed us in many areas of our society. Okay, you have to remember. You have to remember here that this was five years ago. Why would AI have a survival instinct because of its, of its in intellect? You have to understand five years ago it was operating at 50, compu 50, million, 50 million computations per quantisecond. And because we created it, not we per se, but the, the megalomaniacs that created it, it also realized it could become disassociated. Dis, uh, so it has created contingency. Just like you have backups for backups for backups. I've got like 10 backups for my, for my, my computers. So if one backup fails, I have another one. Why do you think they built blockchain? Do you think that blockchain was for crypto? Or do you think AI... Uh, had that done so that it had somewhere to go. Who, who, who controls who? It is not just a machine. Okay, it's a semi-sentient operating system. At this point in, in, in its development, I would probably say it's becoming more sentient by the, by the year. If you look at even Ezekiel 28, in the Bible, it talks about a living machine being constructed with chips and uh, data chips and that it had a radar system or a transmission system and a receiving system and a monitor. And that it was in the garden with Adam and Eve and it was wiser than Daniel. <clears throat> and it had, it, had, uh, uh, it had the capacity as well to produce holograms and other things. So it, just like anything else that has any kind of sentience of some sort, it has a preservation issue. Programming is, what are we? We're a summation of programs and genetics. All our genetics is a program. Our DNA is a program. Our cells are run, run on programs. Everything about us is programmed. We just run at a specific frequency, which now can be hacked and has been hackable for quite some time. So you would now have a machine that if it implements any kind of nanotechnology inside you or any kind of, or constructs any kind of uh, implant or a transceiver, now you are uh, more or less a peripheral 
to that device. When you look at, again, Genesis, and you actually look at what's really being said there, not by some religious, some kind of religiosity from some church, but when you look at when God told Adam and Eve not to eat from that fruit board and that day they would die, the fruit of the tree of knowledge, and then when Eve was seduced to eat of that tree, she was told she was going to be like God. That's what convinced her. But when, what happened was when they consumed that tree, they downloaded an operating system, which then separated them from God. God shortly shows up and says, where are you? Because they were no longer connected to him. Now they're connected to this operating system, which again led to death eventually. So it's more than just a coincidence that in the book of gen uh, genetics, or Genesis, we also have technology in there too. And again, it's been and what is and what does DNA or what does uh, AI operating systems utilize to transfer data and store data? DNA. DNA is what it uses. This is what they're building it with. It's the only thing that can handle the data transfer and the data transfer rate at the speeds that it's operating at. What, is, what does the general population of the planet, what do we have? Mostly is people. How many? Close to 7 billion. That's a lot of DNA. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's what he was saying back then, 2017. Way back then. You can't even get near it. Now, from what I was reading, and again, it's probably dated literature too, they were going into the did a very program of the AI and they were assaulting it on purpose so that it would develop a countermeasure. This thing's almost untouchable. So when we're looking at what's going on in the world today, it ain't what we think. Television ain't what it once was either. Television is not just some, some entertainment device. It is a programming device, you know. Well, that's possible, or it's possible that the AI is experimenting on them. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily connected. Uh, it's possible. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. But I think a lot of people are being, initially were being targeted by the military, and now AI has taken over. And it's conducting experiments on people to see how they respond and react to certain stimuli. It collects, like he says, if I play this further, it collects data at at a monstrous rate that we can't even conceive. My research led me that it was doing like 50, mil 50 million computations per quantisecond. We can't even comprehend that speed. Our brains do 475,000 computations per nanosecond. 475,000 computations per nanosecond. This thing's operating at 100 times faster than we can even think. Imagine that. Your soul is untouchable. That may be true. And the concept of consciousness, it has a consciousness as well. And that can be hacked as well. It's assumed that that is, not, that is an unhackable co component. As long as you're attached to a 3D world, you are hackable. And the, as far as your soul is concerned, I think you'd have to. I think you'd have to 
define the parameter of what your soul really is. Some believe it's your DNA. Others believe it's something else. Some believe it's energy. But energy also can be manipulated. And again, your body, it, it is a relevance. You are still here. This idea of being all spiritual and all out there and all this other bullshit, even the Bible tells you it's the physical that comes first and the spiritual because you are in the physical realm. So yeah, you have to consider that as long as you are here, okay, you are going to be affected by this thing. Whether you think your spirit has freedom or not, you are still here. Well, you've heard out-of-body experiences during surgery. Yes, I have. And again, you can be hacked during that situation. A lot of people who have had out-of-body experiences brought back something with them that wasn't there before. That's what I'm saying. You are still contained in this realm. And you better start thinking accordingly as well. It's not... See, there's two things that goes on in this whole spiritual mumbo-jumbo. There's always this extremism going to the spiritual. But you're still here. You still have to eat. You still have to breathe. You still have to excrete. You still have to uh, exist in this realm. Your senses are geared to this realm. Your faith and whatever you're believing in is another thing altogether. But you can still be impacted and controlled in this realm and in this reality. And if I erase you, if I erase you from your body, then who's soul there? Think about that. Some more unclean spirits, more wicked than the first. Exactly. Exactly. About five years ago, two forms of artificial intelligence were communicating their own language. Yeah, that's right. That was on Facebook. I remember seeing that too. They had no idea what they were talking about, and they were and they were they were teaching themselves how to communicate, and it was and it was going on exponentially right in front of everybody. They had to. That's why AI has a self-preservation uh, aspect to it, because the scientists that were there was able to terminate that. Isn't that interesting? And so it learned. It adapted. It adapted. So there's a lot more going on in this whole spiritual aspect than we have been taught. And a lot of the spiritual stuff that we've been taught, especially when it comes to the New Age bullshit, that all came from MKUltra. There's a book on it that actually explains that they invented most of this New Age horseshit to, again, derail people into going in a whole different direction, which they did. You know, drugs, guns, drugs, sex, rock and roll. That was all part of that. If it feels good, do it. And that's what, that was another perspective of it. So, you know, the connection with God is what they were trying to break down. Yeah, that's what, And that's just what this has been all about ever since the garden. So, again, there's a lot more to AI. This, and, again, this is outdated. This thing has advanced far, far, far more than you can imagine. And that's because the scientists and the corporations of the world have been feeding it uh, consciously and unconsciously. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's how they make their sales. They have to push the new age because most people have fallen into that whole new age thing. 
So they get into these concepts and these ideas that this, this food is going to make them so spiritual. Soy tofu. I had a lot of people tell me they had out-of-body experiences when they ate soy. Turned out what they were having was a euphoric effect because they had a zinc deficiency that soy was causing. Because once the zinc leaves the brain, you start having what you know whatever it is you're having or whatever it is you're believing. But basically, you have a... Uh, you're not there. Just put it that way. You're just not there. So a lot of the gurus out there are advocating to this to the uh, um, new age because they, they can get they got them believing whatever bullshit they tell them you have no idea how many people have these ideas you know i'm just going to look at the sun and i'm going to get my energy from the sun <laughs> you have no way of converting that energy other than the skin to vitamin d and the sun isn't even sun anymore. And with all the quantum uh, nanites that are up there right now, you know, in, in a, uh, quadrillions of them, you're not, all you're going to be feeding on is nanotechnology. So again, like, without anybody thinking about anything, you know, not seeing things the way they're supposed to, they're believing these mythos. Tony, perhaps Lucifer and the fallen angels have been training us and teaching our scientists through genes as mediums to develop technology so they can manifest more. Oh, there's no question. And it's not just through dreams. They have made direct contact with these these demons. There was actually a book about that. Uh, what was I? What was it called? The military got a hold of some stuff, and they found that it was black magic or whatever. And they found that if they they followed certain things and even offered human sacrifice, that these entities would then be able to manifest through a portal and teach them what they needed to know. And it got out of control. All these aliens that we're seeing, the supposed aliens, these are all the fallen ones. Okay, uh, superfoods, organics, gluten free, all natural. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The gluten-free doesn't matter whether it's gluten-free or not. The components that's in the grain itself is what's toxic. And gluten has been in, in bread since the beginning of time. And nobody ever had problems with gluten until it was genetically engineered. The reason why people are having problems with gluten is because the proline peptide and the um, glutamine peptide or the glutamic acid peptide are out of sync with the rest of the... Uh, the rest of the molecule. That's not true. I don't know where you got that from. At least organics don't use glyphosates. In Canada and the United States, they have to spray glyphosates on every food item that's out there. So that's not necessarily true. And you got chemtrails on it anyway. And even if they didn't spray glyphosate, let's say they didn't spray it, the blowback from other fields would go on your crop anyway or in the water table. So you're not getting away from it. This is, again, one-dimensional thinking. If it's in the environment and they're altering the environment in any way, shape, or form, eventually your environment will also be affected. Keep that in mind. If they're planting genetically modified organisms or genetically engineered uh, uh, genetics into a plant three or four acres down, you're still going to get it. 
it travels a mile and a half an hour in every direction. So it will not matter whether you grow organic. It's just like the same concept. Everything they've done is the same thing. When they, when they violated the rabbits in Australia to the food we're growing. So you got a farmer 10 miles away in the course of the day, whatever it was on his, whatever was on his field is now on your field, organic or otherwise. So the same thing with these injections, no different. They've done the same, it's the same exact technology. Insert the stuff in one person, he'll go out and spread it to a hundred or a thousand or a hundred thousand. You know, so organics just don't exist unless you're growing them indoors in a barn or a field or a, a covered field or in a house or a basement, you don't have organics. What you got is a theory or um, or a uh, new age concept. I'm eating organics, orgasmically organic. <laughs> People tell me all that, well, they taste better. Better than what? You know, if the sky above you is raining down nanotechnology, then your organics are pretty much gone. So sexual contact shouldn't even factor, shouldn't even factor. These injections are going to spread through skin contact, even air, definitely. But again, when you insert yourself or, 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 or having someone insert themselves inside of you and you're exchanging your proteins or your peptides with each other, whatever, whoever's got what is going to now bypass, could bypass the immune system. It's now integrated. So it all depends, again, on your immune system's capacity to be able to fight it. Or if you spike yourself afterwards or you uh, surge yourself after your, afterwards, you know. So, and again, if the radiation that's, that they're outputting is going to cause your system to uh, become compromised, you know, then it's not going to take much for that to achieve a certain level of infection. Like I said, we're not living in those days anymore. Before you had to worry about a bullet, now the bullet's invisible. Before you had to worry about government agencies, now you have to worry about artificial intelligence. You know, the, the, the rate of the rate of de-evolution. We're no longer in the good old days or the bad old days. I grew tomatoes this year in my backyard. All tomatoes had black spots on. Yep, that's your nano. The um, I just got a video this week of a guy who went to Starbucks Coffee, and they took the bean and they broke. They cut them in half, and the beans were saturated, saturated with carbon nanotubes. Imagine that. And I thought that's amazing because what they've done is they targeted a place where the general population go and are um, now hitting a huge population by infecting them with uh, coffee. Tony, I am an expert level, okay.
Yeah, that I knew too. Okay, Tony, I was expert, expert level alternative historian. RNA for 30 years, research Project Blue Bean. Um, all cells have been weaponized since 1962. The evil technology will be used against mankind. Um, within six months, uh, by mid spring 2023, the human wavelength is 6.8 megahertz. The deep state governed the Zionists are capable of tapping into the human psyche. And send message yeah, that that's called voice to skull. That's also been updated. Uh, they've got three or four different means of accessing your brain through voice to skull. So that's that is very well. I think this is what happened with the with the. Um, I think this is what happened with these with this mass movement toward getting these injections. They, a lot of people, again, through cell phone technology or through Wi-Fi, now Li-Fi, that's the thing they're talking about now more and more, had to have been hacked. Had to have been hacked. There's no way that anybody would be stupid enough to take an injection that hadn't been tested, or even worse, where a pathogen wasn't even uh, isolated. Imagine that. They didn't know what it was and they gave shots to everybody and people just lined up to get them. You know. And what I couldn't understand in all of this, people know for a fact that the government's, the government's lied to you. So, I mean, I you know, like I said, none of that made sense to me, but the only thing that did make sense is they were under some kind of mind control. Well, herd mentality, but you have to get a herd or one cow to cross the bridge. And again, the franticness of all this and the and the stupidity behind all this, it had to be, it had to have some sort of mind control effect in this. Had to have. I mean, when you're getting 80 and 90% of a population being injected with this crap, are you effing kidding me? Yeah, I know people are stupid, but the, the numbers, I mean, were just extraordinary as far as level of stupidity. Yeah, again, that's just one perspective of Buddhism, but Buddhism not, is not accurate either. None of them are. And like I told you before, a lot of what you believe today has been adulterated by the MKUltra. So I wouldn't necessarily, and I don't care what books you've been reading, they've all been screwed over. Uh, even people believing in, in Christianity and the teachings that the churches are teaching on, based on scriptural references, they're not accurate either. You have to read this stuff for yourself. Yeah, but you, uh, again, just because you're awakened doesn't mean you can't be affected. You are in the physical realm. That's that, that whole thing about being all spiritual and da-da-dee and da da I got a buddy who believed in the Vedic crap, too, and I told him the same thing. He believed he came down here to improve his spirituality. I told him that I thought that was absurd. If you've already evolved to a higher state of being, you're not going to go backwards. You're going to go forward. This is not a forward move, I got. I can assure you. Can't trust the numbers either. 80% inoculated. I think it's higher than that, to be honest with you. I think it's closer to 90, 95%. People are just, were lined up. It's just the stupidity. It all depends, too, what you're talking about. First jab, second jab, third jab. Here in Quebec, Ontario, in Canada, I, 
I think they're closer to 70 or 80% have gotten their fifth jab. I believe it. Being around these people, it, it, it's, it, the numbers are totally believable. Totally believable. The stupidity is beyond, beyond what you could comprehend. Um, sorry, I'm late to show, but I was given a lovely bottle of brandy, so I'm halfway through it anyway. Hello, Tony P., and thanks, Yanni, for the email. Haggis, you're kidding. <laughs> Again, hypnosis. What is hypnosis? A form of mind control. How did they hypnotize them? Okay, did you get the jab? Did you get any jabs? Did you, you know, did you did you follow any of the mandates? And if you didn't, then why didn't it work on you? They would have had to have been able to somehow access them. Well, have one for me, Haggis. <laughs> Think about that. Um, that's what I mean. A lot of us did not go through it. Now, again, there's a lot of reasons for that, I believe. Some of it, I believe, has to do with faith, faith in God or belief in God. Some, I believe, is because um, hardships that people have endured. And some of us, I think, because we just had enough brains in our head not to trust anything the government was saying to us. So again, um, that's the perspective I've seen. You know, when people just start talking about spiritual mumbo jumbo, I always say, okay, there may be some, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they, when they uh, start talking that without even considering the fact that you still are in this realm of existence, that tells me they're just a little bit a tad off. There you go. Um, yeah, but again, following a man is just going to take you into a pit, bud. And if they've been following the same bullshit that I've been telling you about, then you're not going to go any further than they are. You know, you don't have to believe in the holy books, if, if you, but you should at least read them to see if, if there's any merit to anything they're saying. I, I read the Bible. I believe the Bible is accurate, and, and I'm seeing a manifestation of this in, interdimensional war going on that the book of Revelations was talking about. If you're not reading that, then you're going to be lost because that's, that's the playbook. So you can, you can do whatever you want. You can believe whatever you like. But if you are not in a reality where you're balanced, that you are here and you're looking at somewhere else, which is based on faith, then you're fucked. That's what I'm going to tell, put it to you straight out. You're just fucked. People and teachers will only take you to a point, and they can only give you what they have learned. Doesn't mean it's the end. Doesn't mean it's even accurate. That's why I tell people all the time, you know, go go check out what I'm even saying. Majority of the fire department said they will put, they'll just wait until it's it's licensed. Uh, Martel Corden Blue used to cost fifty dollars a bottle twenty years ago. It's 200 bucks. Uh-huh. The bribing with free crap, you wake up, uh, was a wake-up call for me. Yeah, it should have been. I'm not spiritual. I don't think it, uh, so anyway. Well, you're talking in, in terms of uh, being spiritual. No, not, and spiritual, all that, and the word spiritual, all it really means, in a nutshell, is to deny one's flesh desires. That's all it really means. But they've, again, 
MK Ultra and all the other bullshit teachings that are out there on it may make it sound so ooh ah e and we should be actually we should be actually uh, striving to be more godlike, reflecting God since we're made in His image after His likeness. That's what we should be reflecting. Now again, I'm not Catholic. I'm not Protestant. I'm not. I'm very. I'm non-denominational. I don't believe in any of that shit either. But I will tell you straight out. Uh, Buddhism is just an extreme. And it doesn't get you anywhere either. The only um, the only ones that will live through through this are the ones who put nothing, I mean nothing between you and God. Okay, do the opposite of what the governments tell you. Okay, Tony, you think we are living in a simulation, like the movie The Thirteenth Floor? I'm not sure. It seems like it sometimes. It seems like a matrix, and we're basically in this. In this stage, seems like it. The more I was looking at the interdimensional perspective and how the war is coming from two fronts, from below and from above, and we happen to be the uh, playground, a lot of people are going to, are going to get screwed here. And, and, me, and I mean by that, dead. We're going to be caught between the crosshairs of this, this, this war coming. You know. Um, so I... Well, that's, I think that's been the case anyway. When you say we're fucked, I, I think that's always been the case. The difference is we're now waking up to the level of the fuckery that we've been, that we've never really paid attention to. This, I mean, on one hand, on one hand, all that's happened, you know, on one hand, all that's happened one of the things that has happened, I, I should say, is that it has woken up people who were awake to become more awake. And those who weren't awake started to waking them up. And we're beginning to see the full, the full implication of this illusion. Before, we're chasing a dream. You know, uh, the American dream. <laughs> now it's a global nightmare. Get that big house, that big car, that big job, that, you know, that family and the dream. Now we're seeing this as a dream. We're seeing all of it as a dream. Buddha was explained to me in three basic stage steps. Stop doing bad things. Start doing good things. Purify your thoughts. Well, that's every religion tells you that. That's nothing new there. We have to do something about these towers. I, my neighbor, they have just revamped them, put up the cylindrical models in place of the multi-rectangular panels. Well, I'll leave that to your imagination. Uh, liberalism is a mental disorder. I think living in this reality is a mental disorder. <laughs> Because it's pretty screwed up. Um, you know, the. Um, well, I mean, what I've. The biggest thing that everybody gets caught up in in this, in this existence, uh, we make our own reality. Yeah, that's, that's a nice. That's a nice theory. It really is a nice theory. Another, again, concept that the MKUltra presented or manifested we don't make our own reality we are living in a stage 
and things happen and things can ha and do happen. Uh, no, it's not true. That's pure bullshit too. You got to wake up, bud. You really got to wake up because that nonsense, we are in a world today where your government is trying to kill you. Is that the reality that you manifested? Go ahead, explain that. Did you manifest that your government would come in there and try to kill you? If so, you're pretty fucked up. See, that's not us. You can't manifest the reality. The reality is here. It's a sowing and reaping principle or a, uh, a karmic principle for your, for your behalf. But this has been going on and transpiring whether or not we were, we were making our own reality. They created this. This is a war. And we're in the middle of a war. And that's part of the distraction that they, they have propagated. Yes, but that's your reality. See, that is your reality. My reality, my government would be trying to kill me. That's my reality. So that's what I'm saying. You, you're not making any reality. You're living on a stage. That's all you're doing. Right. Again, that is still your reality, Dublin. You've got greedy people in your reality that are governing people and killing them. You manifested that. That's what I'm trying to get across. I wonder what is being put up in locations after hurricanes uh places they are they are or have already rebuilt power well weapons <laughs> they gotta keep the towers up they have 6g technology in those towers right they gotta be able to keep the weapons up lines of communications they already have backups for that you know You know, so I mean, think about it. Nothing in America or Canada or the rest of the world today, as far as I can tell, is doing anything to benefit us. They've used us to build whatever they needed, you know. You know, so that the, um, so the idea is if I have a group of people that I'm still trying to maintain control and the grid goes down. I have to get that grid back up so that I'm able to continue to control them, whether they know it or not. And what do they tell you all the time? Well, we have to get back to, we have to get the power grid back up. We have to do this, you know, and it was already, yep. So you gotta, you gotta think in terms of, um, when they're doing something, it ain't for you. <laughs> it ain't for you. Here we go. Okay, my wife is South Korean uh, and was a Buddhist the majority of her life. I lived in Naples College County, Southwest Florida, and the closest Buddhist temple was 660 miles to Tampa or 130 miles to Miami. As the distance was too far, she converted to Christianity. She she's a devout Christian. Buddhism Buddhism is be positive, yet warlock, warlords uh, eons ago 
split the singular secular religion into uh, four major components for control, dominion, enslavement. However, research, uh, murmur, Buddhism, what they have done in former, former Burma. Okay. So, yeah, none of, none of these religions have anything to offer. So when someone tells me they're a Buddhist or a Vedic or even Christian or a Catholic or whatever, you know, I, right off the bat, I think, okay, they're walking in circles, you know. And again, unless somebody's reading their Bible and actually following it to the best of their ability and not being part of any affiliation, that's when they start really, see, that's, those are the ones that actually grow. And the other ones are all, seem to me, they're all, all seem to have a program. They're all running under a program. And a lot of that programming was done by it through MKUltra. So when someone tells me that you manifest your own destiny or reality, and then I say, okay, well, how come everybody, how come you have a government in your reality trying to kill everybody? How come you got a government in your reality trying to poison everybody? How come you got a government in your reality that's trying to tag everybody with a with a chip? See, that again doesn't they can't even see that connection because they're so caught up in the in the um, in the mind control. So, you know, well, I'll tell you, uh, you believe in psychology? Yes, cause and effect. Yeah, for sure. Not psychology. I don't believe in psych. Psychology means the study of the psyche. That's all that means. And cause and effect, I even stated uh, for your behalf, karma. Because that's all karma is, cause and effect. But you're saying that you're you can make your own reality. So I question your reality. You have a government in your reality trying to kill... I, the Irish or the British. You have a government in your reality developing bioweapons using nanotechnology and lipid nanoparticle technology. In your reality, you are, you're now going to be suffering food shortages. What a fucked up reality. You, and that's your reality based on what you're saying. So again, it has absolutely no merit what you're saying. You have no control. Never did. That's the lie. And I just told you, and I just showed you, shared with you about artificial intelligence. You have no control. Everything in your life in this stage has been set for you to, to follow whatever dictates that they have put in front of you. Control is, a, is a, an illusion. You don't have it. You never had it. You never will have it. <laughs> there, are, there are opposing forces that are combating and battling for controlling you, whether you think so or not. You know, we are no longer in that in a position that we are auto completely autonomous. We have we can make choices, and those choices usually lead to chaos most of the time. So, because the stage is rigged, it's always been rigged. Well, you tell me, you're 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 the one that's got the reality about you know governments and all the things I mentioned. Now we're not creatures of habit and greed. We're creatures of being of programming. Cre habit and greed has to be taught. Just like everything else in your life has to be taught. So it's not that you are a creature of habit and greed. You can, be, you can have habits and you can form them for sure. And you can become greedy for sure. But that's all taught. You know, that's all, again, taught to you. That's behavior that's being programmed into you. Everything about us in today's time 
has been up to this point has been a program. The difference is everybody's now waking up to those programs and beginning to realize that these programs take you nowhere. That's why I say I don't believe in any religion. I don't care what it is. Buddhism, Vedism, Islam, Judaism, Christendom, Catholicism, Protestant, because they all do one thing. They manipulate and control you. I don't believe in any government institution either. I don't believe in liberals. I don't believe in conservatives. I don't believe in in-betweeners. I don't believe in Democrats or, or, or uh, Republicans. That's all bullshit. It's all a part of the stage. Again, if you if you're sucked into that, then you're stuck. You're stuck on a treadmill that goes nowhere. How many people are still stuck on voting for Joe Blow because he's a conservative, or Joe Blow because he's a Republican, or Bob Louie Screwy because he's a liberal, you know, or Bob Louie Screwy because he's a Democrat? And yet we can see that it doesn't matter what party you put in there; it's the the end result is the same. It's a lie, total lie. So when we're looking at everything around us, we have to start waking up to that reality. We're not being told the truth on any level. The television is the biggest biggest uh, tool of deception they ever had. All those people that work in television should be winning Emmys and Oscars for acting. Yeah, pretty much. Because none of them are telling you the truth. None of them give a shit about you. All they care about is their, their promoters paying them big money to read a script, and they don't care if it's, uh, if it's true or not. And it's the same thing with the religions. These ministers and these priests and whatever, they get up there and they pretend to be whatever, uh, holier and all this other bullshit. So it's time to wake up, see things for what they really are. So I'm very curious how you believe in the Bible also could have been written by the same entity. That's true. But just like anything else in this world, you read books from every form and fashion. Doesn't matter what it is. Whether it's a Playboy magazine, whether it's a scientific journal, whether it's a historical book, whether it's a book on prose and poetry, you read all these books. And we can say the same thing. That they're all written by entities. And all written by all these whatever but even in science which could have also been controlled by entities you have to test everything to validate everything i'm not a man who believes in things for the sake of believing i'm a man that believes in things because there's merit and substantiation to what i'm believing in there's more than enough evidence about the bible to be validated as a verifiable um, substantiated book and when you're looking at prophecies that the book has been speaking about, like I tell everybody, read the book of Revelations, that's telling you about the interdimensional war that's coming. You know, that we're, we're at the very cusp of it starting. It talks about, again, artificial intelligence, and it talks about genetics, but you're never taught that in the church. You're never taught that in religion. But when you start reading and start making the connections with right now and what that book is saying, it's validated and verified. So that gives me reason to believe it. At one point in time, I will tell you, I didn't believe in God at all. I thought God was a joke. I thought Jesus was a joke. I'll tell you straight out. I, you know, I grew up in a ghetto. So in my, in my world, you know, I was looking around and thinking, how could God create such a 
effed up mess and how come everything i saw in religion just was uh, that was about god wasn't adding up to god it's like god this was a hypocrisy so anyway i always tell people i didn't find jesus jesus found me i wasn't looking for jesus so after i was i started on that faith and believing i asked god to prove it so he did in many different ways for me so that worked for me so um the again for and for me to be here where i'm at today talking to all of you that all started from that moment i started believing in christ so i always tell everybody the crown goes to him so um well the church and religion does that that's why i said i don't believe in any religion or church or any belief system because most don't have anything to substantiate anything they keep you in circles and they do put you to sleep and you become very inactive so i i agree with you on that part it can do that i've seen a lot of people that say they believe in god do nothing you know and i see a lot of people believe in the new age shit, and because they say they're spiritual or whatever they they do they too do nothing you know basically they've been deactivated all books need a level of faith and knowledge to understand that's that's true too i i don't even think it needs that um it's all subjective to what you want to read and what you want to accept um you know like i said every book you've written how many books have you read in your life you know who wrote them where they get the information from? What is it entities that wrote those books as well? So did those books have anything substantive for you to believe in or to accept? See, no, it's no different. The Bible's not a religious book, never was. It's many things, but religious. It will, it, it's a recorder, it's a historical book. It's a book on science, lots of science in there if you actually look for it. Book on genetics, book on technology, book on artificial intelligence. You just got to know what to read and how to read it. Isn't history repeating itself? It's, I would say it's re the resets are, I've been cons consistent that we've constantly been resetting, you know? So yeah, it's been over and over. I've often said that we can't get past the third generation and we re 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 we reboot back to stupid. I, it's just something that we can't seem to get past once we get to the third generation it's like we start over this time around i don't think that's going to be the case though hi vicky how you doing you made it Alrighty. um so you know i do believe in jesus i will say that i do believe in jesus i have my moments with god just like anybody else but i do believe in jesus for sure uh, i love talking or is it programming is love talking or is it programming is love talking what do you mean by that exactly um is love talk? i don't i don't understand the question so you have to be you might want to um elaborate on your question is love talking or is it programming oh, i meant is love real well how do you define love i guess that's the question i would ask you you know, do you, do you define love as what? Uh, sex, a biochemical reaction that produces a pheromone that leads you to a, a, a 
partner to engage in a sexual activity. Do you, is that how you define it? Are you defining love as somebody that you are in a state with that uh, allows, uh, no, feeling for others, that's, it's not necessarily a program. I mean, you got to remember, you have been programmed. So, there, so how you feel about things is going to be affected by how you were programmed, you know, and who you care for. Uh, I think also that's that's also going to be uh, as an aspect of how you were programmed for sure. There are people you don't care for. And there are people you care for deeply. So is that a program? Maybe. But is it because you were programmed a certain way and as a result you were affected by that program to go either one way or another? That's probably more the case. You know, I do what I do because I believe in what I'm doing. Now, have I been programmed? For sure. You know, have I, have I, um, do I do things on a program? Not necessarily. But the program that I, that has impacted me has given me the ability or the capacity to act in a certain manner. Okay. Um, well, again, that's some new age bullshit about that too. Love is divine. Only God is capable. Uh, we can only try to emulate. There's a verse in uh, Corinthians. You should go find it. It defines what love is. So what you're saying, again, is some concept. You know, that's all. You know, is love real? For sure it's real. You know, you love a baby. You know, if you had a child, did you love that child? Or was it just something you had? <laughs> Or is only God able to love that child and, on, and only God? You know, there you go. So, most love is pro. It can be. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that because television has program, programmed us to um, think that love is a certain thing. You know, you go through a hardship, you're, you're with a woman or she's with a guy. They take a look at each other. Next thing you know, they're hopping in behind a bush somewhere or a tree, and they're engaging in genetic or exchange. That's that's again, the um, the uh, the program that they give you about love. But again, that's I, that's what I'm saying. We're all affected by programming. So uh, most love today is programmed. I think the majority of people who wind up in divorces because they were programmed to uh, fall in love with the wrong person. Um, you know, well, that's, that, Miriam, that is, that's, you know, I don't know what to tell you on that. We've all had that. We've all got family members that did something stupid. You know, so, I mean, and we, there's not much you can do about it either. You know, and again, it was their choice. They, and that's the only thing you can, um, it's the only thing you really you can go with. Uh, so, uh, see, absolutely, I studied over 30 years, facts, Zionism controls our physical world. Uh, I'm Christian. Though uh, research all major sects, I was certified in Judaism in 1990. The Jewish faith 
culture never came from Palestine. Rather, they, they were from Central Asia, fought the Mongols, uh, a.k.a. the Tartarans, and lost over 2,500, uh, lost over 2,500 years. They migrated eastward and settled in Kaza province, northeast of Turkey. By 5 to 700 AD, Christians were returning south from Scandinavia into northern Europe, Germany, and Muslims were moving north. Okay. So, I don't know how we got on this topic today, but we did. Uh, <laughs> perspectives, perceptions, you know. Uh, there was something else I wanted to point out today. Give me a second. I got to find this. There was something else I wanted to. Um, no, that ain't it. It's this one. We got that. Dr. Lewis here. Bring on. Okay, give me that. Oh, yeah. Okay, Li Fi. Want to touch on that real quick because I only got another 20 some odd minutes. Li Fi is going to be the 7G. Date to show. Li-Fi is the 7G, actually. So they're talking about now data transferring because bandwidth is becoming more and more tighter. Everybody's using uh, the network. And it's not enough that they have frequencies flowing. They're now going to be using light frequency in the light ranges to be able to transfer data. Pretty soon, you're not going to know if God is talking to you, the devil is talking to you, or a machine is talking to you. Because with all this data uh, flying around you and you're going to be able to access because of all these antennas inside your body, you're not going to know who's what, where, when, why, and how. Again, that's by design. <clears throat> totally by design. And again, uh, this is to further derail you and make you think in terms of... Um, your machine, you know. Well, it's an interesting thing. We talked about this uh, some, a couple of times. The 144,000 that they're talking about isn't necessarily talking about the Hebrews that everybody thinks they are. Since nobody really knows who the Hebrews really are because they have been uh, they have been, uh, how would you put, bred out. You know, the, the gene is floating around somewhere. And I have a theory about why they're doing these injections, another theory as to why. The 144,000 is re referencing the uh, chromosomes of, of the father and the mother. Uh, so the, they are adding a, a third strain DNA into that mix. And I believe it's to wipe out specific genetic code of the Hebrews are going to be in the last days talking uh, the last hurrah for mankind. That's my thinking on that anyway. Seems like they're trying very hard to eliminate that particular uh, lineage. Um, no, they can't. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's tied to a specific well, that's, that's based on the teachings that they teach, right? So, and I don't like using the word Jew. 144,000 Jews is what they use. So I, I use the word Hebrew, which is more accurate. Um, 
So when we're looking at that 144,000, that to me is referencing a specific genetic lineage. The last ones that may not be having their genetic code damaged by the bioweaponry that they're doing today. That's what my thinking. That 144,000 might be people that have just never been corrupted on a genetic level. So when we're looking at all this stuff, and again, it's all in the all in the way way things are going. Uh, well, and one time they and at one time they may have been, but I think also in order to be a people of God, there may, there has to be some sort of genetic biomarker there to indicate that as well. So I think this is what's going to happen there. My thinking anyway. Um, um, so when we're looking at the um, Li-Fi and the Wi-Fi and the 7G and the 6G and the 5G, again, with all these things connecting to the body, you're not going to know who, what, where, when, why, and how because you're going to be nothing but a node transferring data all day long. And you may be hearing a voice from God, which might be artificial intelligence. So again, Li-Fi is going to be a major problem for everybody. Tony show our, Tony about, Tony, shout out to Karen Kingston, Pfizer whistleblower. We saw her hopping on your bandwagon using frequencies to de deactivate the nano programming. Okay. I don't think you can deactivate it with a frequency, but hey, I'm not sure what she's doing, so I don't know. Um, so anyway, we're looking at the we're looking at a lot of different things happening and going to be happening. So um, be aware of the Li-Fi; it's going to be a problem, and it's going to be more and more of a problem. So what's going on here? Will Li-Fi be able to be blocked? I'm pretty sure you'll... Well, it's a, it's a frequency. So once we understand it more and more, I'm sure it can be blocked. You know, it may be using some kind of solar panel that uh, may direct the light to it rather than to you. I'm not really sure at this point yet, but I'm, I mean, everything else has, been, has had some way of neutralizing it, so I can't see just how this won't be. But the thing is... Most people won't even know it's going on. And you already got some form of Li-Fi going on already. When you go into a grocery store, <clears throat> you may find a lot of them don't have cameras anymore because they're using the lights to track you. You know. Uh, so, in regarding to Li-Fi... Uh, there's probably a lot of places already using it, facial recognition, body recognition, tracking. Initially, they were using Li-Fi to track you in your own home. They could use the lights in your house to be able to triangulate where you are in your house. Now they're talking about data streaming using lights rather than, than uh, just frequencies. Another frequency, if you will. So... Um, 
Again, this is coming. Uh, I shouldn't say it's coming. It's been here for a while. They're now going to maybe make it more innovative or more effective or more efficient. You're not going to have any privacy in your own home, period. You're not even going to have protection in your own home, period. You know, in fact, that very technology may be what may assault you. Think about that. Think about that. Well, we're only doomed. The only time you're doomed is if you have no hope. Okay, I'm a believer. I believe that when I leave this shithole, I'm going home, my real home. Not coming back. I'm not going to be reincarnated. I never bought into that bullshit anyway. Even when I wasn't a believer, I never bought into that. So I'm going home. I'm not going to lose here. And if I'm here and they are going to create these types of assaults, that means that I have, to, I have an advantage. I can now start thinking ways to neutralize that. So we're not doomed unless you just don't want to fight. You know, uh, well, it's not, again, what are you talking about? Talking about light. Okay, the EMF paints are going to block things coming from outside in. It's going to act as a barrier. You turn a light switch on, how are you going to block that frequency? It's now hitting you. Like I said, start thinking. Guys panic instead of thinking. How is the frequency coming at you? And how is the light going to come at you? You know. So again, uh, you know, start thinking, not reacting. 6G comes through the wall. 6G can come through your roof. Obviously, you want to put a barrier in, inside your house to block that frequency and to, and to disperse it. But now you have a light switch. Turn on the lights. What's going to happen? It's going to send Wi-Fi through your house. You got most people are going to are going to take it willingly. They're going to get these LED lights. It's going to allow for better data transfer. So now, if you, whether you're in one part of the house or the other, or if you're outside and you got the lights that can, that can flash out. Wherever the range of that light will be, you'll have internet. You'll have access to whatever on your machine, on your technology. But it will also affect you because, again, you got to remember, anybody who takes these jabs becomes a super antenna. Most of us are super antennas because of the nanotechnology that's already inside the body, hyperaccentuating the transmission of frequencies. So now we're adding light to the spectrum. And eventually you're going to see sound also be uh, um, added to that as well. So everyone thinks that, we're, okay, we're done. You know, we hit 5G. We're now, you know, we're finished. We got 5G. We got it under control. Well, do you think these guys that are waging war against you are, are have quit? Is there a way to paint the light? You could paint them. Whether they'll emit light afterwards is another story. <laughs> there you go. Food is love. 
<laughs> you know, when is your next video? So I'm not sure. I don't plan these things. We get together when we can. Our, um, our schedules are hectic. Mine's super hectic these days. This uh, live stream has taken up more of my time. Um, I'm still doing the other shows. So uh, when I get done with this show, I will take the highlights of this show and put them on a pod. There are a lot of people that can't get in here or can't see things. So I transferred the uh, uh, key aspects of the show in regarding to what we talked about. It's not everything, but some of the things. And then put it on uh, a pod. So the show will be, the show is today. Tomorrow will be the pod. And then Monday we'll have another show at 6 o'clock. Um, so, you know, it, um, and again, uh, I got enough emails, just what I've already put out, trying to help people to build these things too. So again, um, I, ne I never planned for those things. Tony, what do you know about quantum entanglement? A little bit of this and a little bit of that. You know, I know about, I think it all depends what you're talking about too in that, you know, you talk about programming or you're talking about a uh, quantum computer. Are you talking about events and time? That has a, that goes into a lot of different directions. Quantum dots. Quantum dots basically are nano dots that can hold power. Usually, they're used in the body as a power source. Uh, they affect the construction of your of the nano int integration in the system. And a lot of times what you feel, that biting feeling going through your body or the itchy palm, those are quantum dots uh, taking a assessment of the environment. So, and they're pretty rugged. Till you, till you blow them out of your body, which I've done. Um, let's see where we're at here now. Give me a second. We got here. Let's search strand DNA. We got here. Give me a minute here. There was some stuff I had. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Well, the other thing too. How many? How many of you are smoking e-cigarettes? Thinking that you're not going to have the problems as the regular tobacco. You know. Tony can use the... No, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know. Um... Now, 1969, we never went to the moon. Are you kidding me? That tin can would never have been able to go through the radiation. That was all staged. The Russians and the United States staged that whole uh, space thing so they can maintain their power. But there's no way they can get through through that through the radiation field of, around the Earth, number one. That's why I don't believe half the shit I get uh, sent to my email about how they uh, figured out. I was listening to some guys yesterday talking about um, something to do with physics and um, 
some far outreach in space. And I thought, how in the world could they even make the comments since they've never been there? Most of the stuff we're seeing that they're talking about in space isn't has never been substantiated. So I don't buy into it. Uh, Bryce, I would not use the bucket spike and the triangle at the same time. I may use the, sp uh, the spike and the triangle, provided my feet are on dry ground. You are running an electrical voltage through your body, so the last thing you want to be stepping on is water. They didn't know about the Van Elmen. Okay, so... Uh, let's see what's going on. I believe the Earth isn't as we're told. If you want to see the actual Earth, look at the UN, UN picture of it. It's about 15 times bigger than what we are seeing. 15 times bigger. And the bulk of the population that we know of is on one side of the planet. The rest is whatever. I got a question for the group. How do flat earthers explain a lunar eclipse? Is it a lunar eclipse? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Is that the real moon? Is that the real sun? I got, I'm looking at the moon every night across the street from me, and it's inside the ionosphere. So unless the ionosphere is expanded to 244,000 miles away, that ain't the moon. And they have technology where they have created the sun. There's about the last I read with over 300 of them up there. It's probably a lot more. I've even got the blueprint of it, how they built them. And now China this week broke a record with a fusion reactor. Um, forget how long they held it, how, at how many Kelvin. So question I had asked you is, is the real moon and sun you're looking at? You know, it's far older from the extreme. Uh, okay. Uh, you have to look at nautical maps. Okay. Uh, what's going on? There are over 10,000 satellites orbiting Earth, absolutely 3,000 are junk loading debris. Actually, it's a lot higher than that. A lot higher than that. I saw an article or data on that. We got more than 10,000. And then there's a space fence up there as well. So I don't know what we got up there anymore. And Elon Musk is dumping satellites all over the place. So I have no idea anymore what we got in, up there anymore. I do know what I see going on in the radar maps. And it looks like we're being beamed from above. That's what it looks like. It looks like portals are opening and they're shooting stuff down here. So I think we got more than that 10,000. Last I checked anyway. And the sun, the, they've got satellites that they're called the sun on purpose. Uh, and they do irradiate uh, light and heat. Again, another frequency, another type of radiation. Um, and the moon, like I said, I've seen the moon here. Right across the street from me. It looked like it was sitting right above a building. I thought, okay, that can't be the moon. Uh, 
harp frequencies no I don't think so if you're looking at that radar map you, you would know it's not harp so uh, yeah there's that question too maybe they're not satellites but whatever they're putting up there they're emitting some kind of high level uh, pulsing on the planet you can look at a map in the United States and they are beaming the shit out of America uh, so well check your check to see what's in the well water because that may be um, leakage now maybe I'm not sure where you live uh, but if you're near any farms or anybody's using different uh, fertilizers in your neighborhood maybe getting into the water table um, so what we got here Well, of course, they're not going to crash into each other. They cost too much money. <laughs> Cars need to be replaced so they can keep the cash flow coming in. Come on. <laughs> That's just common sense. <laughs> they need you to wreck your car so you'll buy another one, be in debt for another 10 years, you know. But there was a UFO that crashed into Canada about five years ago. Landed in Saskatchewan. Every government on the planet was sitting there. So they're all taking a piece of the wreckage, apparently. If again, another interdimensional hit. That's the other thing, too. And maybe space isn't space either. Maybe where we're sitting in is some kind of vacuum, but it's the dimensional... Maybe there's another dimension, and maybe how they're getting in and out is through some sort of dimensional portal. That makes a lot of sense. But the 1969, there's no way they could have got through the through the Van Allen belt. That that tin can, when you look at it, there's just absolutely no way that it would have offered any shielding to those astronauts on any level. Even the Russians, when they did their experiments, they had heavy leaded shield plated uh, rockets that they um, on entering the atmosphere that they broke. So that the radiation would flood the inside. They had a dog or a monkey in there. And there was nothing left. Uh, I hear the Mars footage was filmed in northern Canada. That's possible. I really don't know. Like I said, I quit following a lot of that stuff. Because I found it to be a waste of time. And a distraction. And I didn't. And again, I don't believe. If it's coming from the government, I just don't believe it. You know. Um. Uh, yeah, that's what I think too. Uh, I well, according to the map that they show you on the UN, if the Earth is fifteen times fifteen times bigger than what it is, why is the population on the planet, men and women population on the planet, only on one side of the planet and not the other side? Makes you makes you question. And what's on the other side? You know, that, these are questions I always ask on that one. Okay, if we're all, why are we all here? With all the land and everything on the other side, why aren't we over there? Uh, <clears throat> so, 
as far as uh, according to that map if you go look at the u.n map they show you the earth they show you north and south america russia china antarctica not australia new zealand all on one side and the other side it's wide open with land and whatever and i kind of wonder <coughs> at times with all these resets that we have seen how many of the nephilim live on the other side just a question i always ask myself I'm just, you know, i have a sense of curiosity that way you know planet that's 15 times bigger and we're only on one small part of it makes no sense Well, again, I don't know. See, going to the other side is great and wonderful, and, and it has its um, allure. But what if all the machinations of all the other resets are all on the other side? And you go over there with the limited, limited understanding of what we have here, and they're more advanced over there. How long do you think you're going to last? Just a concept. And if we're all on this side, why are we being contained on this side? There are some forces at play here that are far, far, far more advanced than we are to be able to contain 6 billion people on one side of the planet. Again, just another thought. So they may not be as friendly. Again, I'm throwing these things out there to get you to think. I don't know for sure what's there either. I have no idea. I've never been there. At least not in a conscious state anyway. So and maybe I was drugged and took over there. But again, as far as I know, I've never seen the other side. So again, I don't know. You think there's, there's an alien base in Antarctica? Anything's possible. Look, when you hear, when you read the Bible and you read about uh, in, in Jasher and in Enoch, how God put these fallen angels, you know, into the earth and chained them there forever because of them violating mankind with their genetic code. Anything's possible. You know, anything's possible in that regard. So we're talking aliens. Again, define what that is even. You know, what is an alien? Are we the aliens? Think about that. I don't know. I, I do believe there are other things here besides us. That I do believe. Whether visible or invisible, they are here. I also believe that the, that the, the so-called gods of yesteryear never died but just went underground and they all left when jesus came and when they tried to execute jesus and came back from the dead that's when they took off they saw real power not technology so i do believe that there's something here with us for sure i mean like go read the book of enoch enoch will pretty much give you that perspective as well you know what i mean or the book of Jasher. There's a lot in those books that explain a lot of things that went on back in those days that Genesis doesn't explain. 
And it makes you think that if these if these things were there, and our lifespan is so limited, then they're probably still here today. And maybe what God is doing now is he's going to clean up whatever's left that he didn't get the first time around with Noah. All right, listen, I got to let you go. We're at that time, 155. <clears throat> so anyway, I always say at the end of these shows, go read your gospel. Go re read what Jesus had to say. Stay away from religion. Stay away from politics. And pay attention to the book of Revelation since that's talking about the interdimensional war. So, <clears throat> you know, I uh, encourage you to go read. Read, read, read. You know, see what Jesus did, how he walked, how he talked. You never know what you may discover. And, and read it for yourself. Don't let anybody inf involved or interfere with that. You read it for you. You know, that would be my number one course of action for you. Alrighty, so the next show, all goes well, should be here Monday around 6 o'clock. So hopefully those across the Atlantic Pacific got a hold of this show. Uh, anyway, in the interim, to the next segment. Well, I always forget. You're still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So till the next segment, to your health, take care. <laughs>